So I chose that uh, scripture verse of Titus. It's not just because of grace, mercy, and peace. I think that is what we have in, in Christ. And he's, he's proclaiming that to Timothy. Of course, it's in First and Second Timothy. That's his opening there. But to Titus too. But it, it comes down to that, that we have to Titus, my own son, after the common faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. It's not just God who gives the, the grace, okay? God the Father, that is. It was before time began, he, he's seen us. Before the world was formed, he's seen us and uh, playing this. But the mercies that we don't, that a lot of Christendom does not honor. Uh, first, if it is works, it's that. But we also lack that the physical, maybe financial, but there's also an emotional uh, blessing that comes with this. And it's only in Christ those who suffer too much of maybe somebody, uh, we had a little discussion that uh, that phrase, they're going to lord it over you. Uh, sometimes that does happen. A lot of times that does happen. And it's only Christ that, that we should be trusting in. It's not that what somebody else may say. So don't ever take what I say. Is read it. Believe it. And as Rick would say, you know, not me, read it and see. So, but we're going to open up first with uh, Psalms 51. This is where uh, Nathan <laughs> has uh, confronted David with the sins of Bathsheba, or Bathsheba. But, and, and this is his prayer. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness. That's his grace. All right. According to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. We have that today. There's our, one of our mercies that some do not want to claim. They're fearful. We'll read that into that. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is forever before me. And that's one thing I want to come back to. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. Go down to 9, verse 9. Or verse 8, I'm sorry, Tim. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones that which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out mine iniquities. Create in my, me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Verse 12. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and upon me with thy free spirit. David had to pray that prayer. The mercies that were there were not in Christ yet. It was God. He, he was righteous because he believed what God had told him. That, was, that covered him. But now we have more than that. 
They still had to spill the blood of bulls and goats to cleanse their, their sins. And if they didn't do that, that was ungodly and unrighteous. They had to live that. I turn to uh, Romans 8, 8.15. So as we read that back there, restore unto me the mercies that they had. We have that now. All right, we don't have to go traveling after the, the blood of bulls and goats. And even a lot of times, our cries of what? Forgiveness, our repenting. I'm not saying don't do that. Godly sorrow is the movement of our, all, should be on all our hearts, okay? But it's, I there's too many churches out there. If I don't confess, I'm not saved. Uh, where's peace in that? Where's mercy in that? It's not in Christ. It's in ourselves, but not in Christ. Romans 8. Uh, 15. For if you have not received the spirit of bondage again, David was under bondage. But again to fear... But you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself bearing witness with more spirit that we are the children of God. That point that if you have not received the spirit of fear, that bondage again to fear, too many people want to fall back onto that. I must do this myself. Too many self-made Christians. Let me put that. There are self-made millionaires. There are self-made Christians. Uh, where's, where's glory to God in that? There is none. Should always check our hearts. With that what? Fear and trembling work out our own salvation. But as we come to that, as we work to that mercy, remember we're in Adam. We've been placed where? In the last Adam. Not the second Adam, of course, the last Adam. He is going to be where our righteousness is. So it's in Christ. Go to, uh, uh, since we're in Romans, go to 13, chapter 13. And as I came this, there's, there's, as our salvation is, and as our mercies go, there's past tense, Okay, there's a, a present tense, and then there's always the future tense, those to come. And as we try to look into these, uh, what is ours and those mercies that we have. But, uh, was it verse 11? Romans 8, 11, or 13, 11, I'm sorry. And that knowing the time that now is high time to awake out of our sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than it was before, and the nearer when it was when we believed. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness and all that other stuff that uh, the world and the carnal flesh loves to strive to, and which we're still in, by the way. This flesh is still in. Not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. We have to put on that Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I've, I've never 
and this is me. I've never been a proponent of when, when Paul says in Corinthians, my joy and my crown, that's what they are. And they are his. Uh, I love to see my family. I want my family. That's going to be my joy and my crown when I get there. Okay. But where does, where does my crown of righteousness come? It's, it's in him. What is he as the body of Christ? He's our head. What do you wear on your head? We get to wear Christ. Too much of me in Christ, not Christ in us. So the past tense, what's that from? The penalty of sin. Too many churches out there now what? We're still under bondage to sin, they say, when Christ paid it all. I'm not going, I don't get to go. They're so premillennial, but only some of us get to go. Those who pray every day, pray it out, confess our sins. And it's not the part that I, I, I don't want to see you go, oh, he's up there preaching no repentance. There is repentance. There is that mercy. It's a turning from. It's a regret that I did it. Okay? I don't have to confess it. What? Mike, what's he, what did he say? I always loved when Rick says that. I don't see anything before. All I see is Christ. But uh, go to Ephesians 1.13. Most of this is going to be, I'm just trying to show and to prove to myself that it is uh, Christ and Christ alone. One thirteen. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of our salvation. What was that gospel? That he did it all. He died, was buried, and rose again. In whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed. We had a little discussion on the way up here of a church denomination going, well, you're not sealed. You haven't found the Holy Spirit yet. Oh, my heart aches for that. And thus you tell that saint, hopefully, that I have to do something to prove that I'm saved. There is a danger. I believe there's a danger. God will not, what, share his glory with any man. And whom that after you were believed that you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is that earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, to the praise of his glory, his glory. While we're in Ephesians, go ahead and jump over to 4.30. So as we, we, we take that, we have that salvation that is in Christ. I'm not still answerable. I have my, that Holy Spirit. No more, no less. I can't pray it in more. I can't, if I'm baptized, if I, if I do this, I do that. You know, even in Catholicism, I go walking down the street beating my back to blood. That's, that's what they're wanting right there. That's Holy Spirit. Oh, bless me. Fill me. Fill my cup, Lord. Fill it up. Well, it's already full. Acknowledge that. And our mercies that we receive through him will be greater. It's that understanding of that inheritance that I have in Christ. At 430. 
and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby you are sealed until the day of redemption. He's paid it all. All to him I owe. I I don't know how much more I can say to that. If I cannot believe that, where is my, my peace? I can't receive that peace. I'm constantly trying to prove, pray, do work. I'm not going against good works. Good works is righteousness as we believe in our hearts. Okay, even King David, that's what his, that righteousness was. He knew he had to come to God. He believed, but he still had to find those mercies. God still had to restore mercy back to his heart. We have that. We can grieve that Holy Spirit because sometimes godliness if we go back to Titus 1, 1, 1, it's that righteousness unto godliness. What do we, we believe? What do we put our trust in? I'm just going to go through verses and verses. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Uh, Let's start with 21. Now to which he established, established, confirms this with you in Christ and hath anointed us in God, and that is, is God, who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. That, That sin that was ours in the old Adam is taken by the new Adam, the last Adam. Okay, in him. I've I've already turned that over to him. I'm not losing my salvation because in my heart that is what I believe. I can confess. Out of the heart the mouth confesses, as, as Romans ten nine says. I'm gonna confess I'm gonna confess it to you, I'm gonna confess it to the the guys at work, streets, whoever asks, I'll tell them. Sometimes that, uh, it's hard to do, but be ready for in season and out of season. But it is ours. That is the past tense. Salvation, we're not going to lose. All right. Those who say, oh, well, look at these guys who've murdered, David murdered, all right, who've sinned. Oh, I've lost my salvation. I must go back and search for Well, yeah, salvation with fear and trembling. Know that you will be, what, as a child, chastened. Okay? But come, there's no... If, if I have to confess my sin again and again for the same thing, there is something I must change. God has promised to, what, conform us into the image of his son. We are starting right now, day one, we're starting. Sometimes it's a painful conforming. Pain, pain is a good uh, way to conform things, to not do things. Not always in pain. But we can always come back. And there is the mercy. So let's talk about the future tense. From the power of sin. Okay, go to Philippians. Philippians. 
Remember, in, we are renewed. We're regenerated. What does that mean? Made new. How are we made new? In Adam, I lost that connection to Christ. I lost that connection with God. With Christ in me, that Holy Spirit back in me, I've been made a new creature. Okay? Do I still have this nasty old thing of flesh? I do. But in my spirit, I've been renewed. Day by day, I'm renewed in my spirit. So that is that regeneration. I don't have to go, yeah, I'm going to do this today. i got to get out and make some money. i got to get out and do this, do that, fulfill my lusts. I don't have to do that. Is it a fight? Guess where the fight is. All right. Believe me, I click on that power remote on my TV. <laughs> There's a fight every day. Okay? That is a fight. And even we, I, we had the granddaughter yesterday, four hours of Fraggle Rock. And I love Fraggle Rock. Aaron grew up to Fraggle Rock. But, okay? But that's tough. And so it was mind draining. It really was. It was numbing. And watch the news. It's mind numbing. Let alone those things we kind of peek into, those, our favorite shows. In a world that what does not know Christ, those are not glorifying to God, but yet they are part of our daily lives. So, from that present tenses were from the power of sin. That is what another mercy. First, the mercy was we're free from sin, the penalty of sin. That's the first mercy. The second one is I don't have to sin. I don't have to have the worry of one thing, of, oh, I sinned. Oh, my head's going to explode. I must do something to repent myself, to cleanse myself, to glorify who? Myself. It's not glorifying to God when he's paid it all. Sure, I come to him. I understand what I did. That is godly sorrow. It is regret that I did that, knowing that it's, it's not righteous before him. All right, what's Peter say? Be holy for I am holy. That's what God told him. I am to be that. But uh, what did I say? Philippians? Philippians. I don't know if I want to go to chapter 2 first or 3. Uh, well, let's go to 2 real quick. Philippians 2, 12. Therefore, my beloved, as ye have also obeyed, not as in my presence only, but as not, a, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Where is Christ in that salvation? It's all in him. My mercies are all laid in him. My sin forgiven. My sins future forgiven. My sin right now, forgiven. Yes, pay for it. The anguish. Suicide. I couldn't believe that people, oh, I sinned. And what do they do? I'm not deserving to live. None of us are deserving to live. Look, the life we have to live. But it doesn't mean what? That. That's anguish in our hearts and our minds because we don't allow Christ to take that and give us that mercy that is ours. It's not a comprehension of 
what he is in us. For it is God, verse 13, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do. Remember, it's his to do. Ours is to what? Some people don't like that, that song, trust and obey, for there's no other way. That puts too much emphasis on us. Well, there is a, a point in time for us to what? Be righteous. Be godly. But in whom I trust, I can't trust in this flesh, so it is Christ. Now, go on over to chapter 3. Uh, let's start with, uh, how about verse 7, 3, 7. But what those things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. That doesn't mean, and Paul, Paul here is t- saying he was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. He knew the law. He lived the law. He murdered for the law. His zeal, okay? Those things he has to forget. In our lives, religion, sometimes we have to forget religion. Uh, Downstairs we had a little discussion on where religion began. I mean, of course it could have easily began at the Tower of Babel, but the universalism that came into being, almost all denominations come from that still. Even when they say, oh, we're justified by faith alone. So is Abraham. But what else? It's in Christ alone. They don't want to push that too far. It's still based on a work-based salvation. But to those things that gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I counted all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. Why does he say that? Because you have to learn. I also made that, you know, when I first learned that I love my wife, okay? How much did I love her? Probably about that much, okay? Now I love her this much, and all the stuff that's in between I love. But, uh, and I'm sure she's filled the garbage can full of my stuff, too. But... It's a learned thing. I must learn it. I've also heard that, oh, it takes 20, 30 years to be that perfect Christian. No, no, it doesn't. We're going to read here a little bit further. Who says? Yea, doubtless, and I count all things lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, from whom I have suffered the loss of all things. He suffered his religion. And do not count them but dung that I may win Christ and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, not faith in Christ. He's already carried that, my faith in Christ. It's the faithfulness of Christ to keep us, to what conform us into that image of his son, to conform us into righteousness, those good works, This natural body does not want it. It argues that fight. Remember that fight in between the body and the soul? And and in between is that spirit radiating out. But it is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which of God by faith, 
that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. What is his resurrection? That's where I get, that's that future tense that's coming. But it's not coming, it's only when we die that we get to be with him. Actually, right now, where are we seated? In the heavenlies with him. Where is that Holy Spirit with us? In us, indwelling of us, that earnest of our inheritance. So this is not future. And the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable into his death, that death of sin that was nailed to the cross, but yet that life that lives in righteousness. If by any means that I may attain unto the resurrection of the dead, that again, if by any means, I'm not praying myself into heaven. I want to obtain that conformable image of Christ. As we just sang that light unto the world. Where's the light unto Christians? It's, that's why we gather together. Otherwise, I could stay home. There's plenty of people, you know, parks and that. I can go, oh, look at the beauty of, of, the, of God. No, I'm, we're here to, what, live as lights to each other. Not as though I've already attained, neither were already perfect, but I follow after, as that I may apprehend that for which I am also apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Okay? Yes, he was in religion. He was taught this, that. Most of us came from the different denominations. This is a, quote, non-denominational church, basically. Okay? But we still believe those basic faiths in Christ. I want to leave behind those things that says, uh, no, you pray yourself out. Uh, you weren't. I can go to a Lutheran church and be sprinkled for baptism. But when I go to a Baptist church, I'm not, I'm not saved because I wasn't immersed. Really, there are those religions out there still. I want to leave those behind. I want to come into the knowledge of what Christ is in me. And reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press towards the mark for the prize of what? The high calling of Christ in me, in Christ Jesus, who is in me. Nevertheless, verse 16, nevertheless, whereunto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me. Nowhere in Scripture is that said other than when Christ said it to the Jews, his brethren, but here, a Gentile, be followers of me and use me as that example. Let's go to the, the present. So we know we're, the mercies we have in forgiveness, okay, sealed to the day of redemption. We know what we have now that present, we have the mercies, we don't have to beat our brains into emotional pulp 
thinking that we're not all that because we're not all that. I have not yet attained that. Believe me. Okay? But I know where my mercies are. I know where they lie. They lie in, in Christ Jesus, who's paid it all. In him I give the glory. It's him I'm trying to be conformable to. He's making me that way, ever in my heart. So the present things. I've not, we don't know what we are to be yet, right? I know I'm going to be with him. I know I'm going to be, I'm already seated next to him, so that's, that's present tense. But what else do I get to be? Okay, I also get to be from the presence of sin. I think that's the, the, the probably the, the most glorious thing I've ever heard. I don't have to live with the sin. That is part of that mercy too. He gives us that mercy that shows us that we're, we don't lose our salvation because of it. We gain something from it. It's his mercy he shows us in him. But in that future tense, I, it's, it's over. I think we can attain that all the way up to that point. Not that I have attained, as even Paul says. But it is from the presence of sin. Let's go, uh, well, we already discussed uh, Philippians 3.10. Let's go over to Colossians 1.14. In whom we have redemption through the blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Go to the next verse, Tim. Who is the image of God and the firstborn of every creature? There again is what we're going to be. That's what we are in Christ. Well, I, I, I don't want to go there only because I'm in Christ. Where is my future then? I'm in Christ. I'm not being married to Christ. I'm part of Christ. That marriage, you become one, sure. That's what we all will be, is one in Christ. Either part of the, the bridegroom or part of the bride. Israel is the bride. They will inherit the land. We inherit Christ. And then when they come together. In a what? New earth? What else is going to be? Fire? It's going to destroy. The presence of sin must be destroyed. But that's what will be. And uh, go to verse 27. To whom God would make known what is the riches of his glory, of this mystery. What is that mystery? Of, of hope and of redemption and of things to come. Among the Gentiles, what he's made the Gentiles going to be, which is Christ in you, that hope that we have in glory. There was enmity. You know, I've always drawn a picture of, remember World War II? Kilroy was here. I showed just his nose hanging over the wall, two little fingertips. Okay? That's what Gentiles were in Israel. They could, they weren't, you had to be conformed into the image of what? A Jew. Not Christ, a Jew before you could even come close to God. Now we have what? Peace. So as, as I look, even with Pat, 
his father, you know, nice old age. I don't even know if I want to live that old age and the pains and sufferings which he goes through. But he has Christ in him, that hope of glory. So that's my only hope is that I can put those, those pains and sufferings, which Christ even went through, death, which is coming to all men. What's the, what's the ratio of death? Life, life to death, one to one. Unless what? Uh, hope of glory, rapture. But we may not see that, but maybe today. But there is my, my peace that passes understanding. So one more. Let's go back to Ephesians 2.7. Then we'll close. Because we have eight and nine up there before us. Uh, let's go to verse four, though. I'm sorry, Tim. Ephesians 2.4. But God, who is rich in mercy, of course he is. Even from before the foundations of this world, he was rich in mercy. For his great love wherein he loved us. Even when we were yet dead in sins, hath he quickened us together with Christ. For by grace are you saved. And hath raised us up together and to make us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace. Because we, we did it all. We, we could boast that, look, it was my faith that got me to heaven. No, that's not what this says. Because of his loving kindness, he showed towards us through Christ Jesus, his son. So, that whole part of where our mercies lie, where our, uh, what are my inhibitions? Oh, I, I, that racks my brain to, to see these people on television. By the Hundreds of thousands packed into a church to hear the good news of what? Whatever that guy is telling them. Yes, there are some out there that, that pack the churches who are telling the truth. Okay? But you're to what? No. Don't go listening blindly to those things. Don't go know what the Word of God says. And as what is for us, I'm to work out my salvation with fear and trembling. Know what is in Christ what we have in Christ now. Don't let them say this is the way for your salvation. It is not. Okay? Salvation in Christ alone. For everything he did on Calvary's cross, our forgiveness of sins, our present is we have that eternally. There's eternal salvation. Ours, we're redeemed, we're blood-bought, we're purchased. Somebody put down a down payment on us. And it was Christ and our future that he may show the riches of his glory because we will be the riches of his glory because of what he's done for us. If anybody has, has never understood that, has never, in Christ alone, in him alone, where is God's glory in that? I want to show my my outward appearance 
to an inward thought, to an inward obedience. Okay, but start first with just believing in Christ Jesus. I'm not here to, to say what is right with another man's servant. Okay, if that's, if that, you'll have to answer for that. I do believe once we get to heaven, there will be one more time we cry. When he says, what? Why did you do that? It'll be forgiven. My regret will be there. But then all praise will go to him. So if, you, if you've never known him, never known exactly the knowledge of Christ Jesus, talk to one of us. I'd be glad to help. But it's not that I can come and do something for my salvation. It's in him, him alone. Let's pray and be dismissed. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this Christ and Christ alone. We thank you for that blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. We thank you that it was in that death, burial, and resurrection that we have the salvation. To believe upon that, the faith not seen. And as he puts that in our hearts, and he puts that Holy Spirit in our hearts, and we're renewed to where we should have been and what we should be. But to live that life that is pleasing and is godly in righteousness towards him. Know that we, that's what we want. Help to put you first. That's where our life is now. Hidden in Christ. Father, again, as we go home, we watch, watch over us as we travel and to live our lives day by day, waiting for that great expectation that is in Christ Jesus. Father, we give you the praise for your, it's your grace and mercy and peace that falls upon us that we have is in Christ. It's in his precious name. Amen.